0: Support the Very Serious Crafts podcast on Patreon for early access to episodes, shoutouts, bonus episodes, and more. Visit patreon.com slash Serious Crafts. You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts
1: podcast. We're very serious crafters. And we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied.
2: I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors. Today we'll be talking about teen craft throwbacks, Instagram obsessions, and shopping in your own stash.
1: Yay! Huzzah! Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So Monday... This this past Monday, uh, June 10th, was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, and yesterday, the day after my birthday, in ironic fashion, I woke up with a back spasm that is continuing today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just kidding. Oh, fun. <laughs> <not. laughs> it's like it was scheduled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was super fun. I think I'd just been, like, working out too frequently because i am getting older and apparently you can't work out as hard as you used to and then just be fine the next day yeah it um, turns out
2: you need to recover
1: ugh, what are you talking about i don't know oh wait this between this and the repetitive stress injuries i might be sensing a pattern of mm. correctable <laughs> behavior as i get older Foreseeable and wiser. consequences <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, um, then because my back was all messed up, standing has mostly been the most comfortable position. and uh, I used it as a I, like I snatched that opportunity as an excuse to do some sewing that I had been having at the on the back burner for a while. So I guess that's the lemonade I made out of my back spasming uh, lemons. So there you go.
2: Back spasming that's... lemons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mental image. Yeah. I, if your if your back spasms enough and those
0: those muscles are are you know tensing up, maybe it could actually squeeze the lemons for you.
1: Oh, if it helps, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> um, well, on the topic of sewing, hmm. I have plans to sew a swimsuit, which I don't sew a whole. I don't sew like clothing very often. So this could be the worst idea ever. It could go very, very wrong. But I do have extra fabric. So if I need to really start again, I can. Um, but I think it could be good. Um, I will be reporting back on how this goes. The the one thing, and I, I shared this on Instagram a little bit. I I don't know about you, I know you guys are into like primary colors, but I frequently come back <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> I frequently
2: come back. We're to into s- those primaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So in that sense, maybe you find that you have a lot of things that like you'll buy the fabrics that go together simply because you love certain colors. I do this yeah. too, but with what would be maybe less likely colors to just randomly pick up and go, yeah, I love this. Um, so my swimsuit fabric that I got, I got two colors and it almost precisely matches fabric that I used for a knitting bag that I made not too long ago. (laughs) And
1: that's funny. Then I also
0: realized that the one color is almost exactly the same color as a swimsuit that I bought a couple of years ago. So (laughs) I'll apparently, if this works and I wear this, all of my swimwear will also match. So what is the color? What is the color? It's kind of like a watermelon color. Okay. And then that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. And then the color that I got to go with it is like the color of mango so okay yeah <laughs> very festive um, i think it'll be i think it'll be nice hopefully uh yeah, fit very fit will be the question here how how will this actually look on my backside <laughs> that's really where i'm worried <laughs> <laughs>
2: i wish you the best of luck thank you have
1: fun with that uh,
2: as mine does not like to be contained by the back to this
1: Just just remember to get the stretch the right direction. Isn't Haley, didn't you make underpants that were backwards a couple of episodes ago? Yeah, this is um Uh, yeah. This is
2: fifty they were really hard. This is fifty
0: percent stretch in all directions. So Okay. Oh, four-way stretch is a great
1: idea. Yeah. For for swimwear. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to see how this turns out. It's also it's (laughs)
0: also sun protective fabric, which is kind of funny when you're making a two piece swimsuit that isn't really covering a whole lot of you, what's the point? At that point. <laughs>
2: but anyway. Yeah. I, the goal is... I, whatever. The goal like is it. a it matching is, rash guard what, also. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, if you have success, maybe it will inspire me to give it a try. Okay. We'll see. Although I did just order a new swimsuit and, that I'm kind of excited about. So Nice. We'll see. <laughs> it might be an unmitigated disaster. So could mine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> True. Um, so, uh, in... A different kind of making. Uh, this over the weekend, I got to hang out in the birthing room while one of my best friends was preparing to have her first baby, um, and so I had a a front row view mm. to all of the things that happen during that process, and it was really cool. And um, I I missed the birth of the baby by. F- just under an hour. Mm-hmm. I finally went home to go to bed because no, no progress had been made. And I, I went home around 1230 and the baby was born at 120. Aww. So while I was hanging out in that room because I was I was there for I don't know, about 14 hours or so. <laughs> we happened to also be in the room with all with the storage Okay. So there, there was tools just everywhere, and so I seriously, seriously considered knitting using the tool that is used to manually um, break someone's water, because they sort of look like a knitting needle and a crochet hook had a less useful baby. (laughs) I like how that all came together. (laughs) I, I less useful use baby. It. Well, I mean, I'm, it's useful for its intended use,
0: but um, less useful than but, knitting needles or crochet hooks separately. I'm assuming, yeah.
2: Yes. Okay. Well, for what I intended to use them for, well, I mean, um, but I, I didn't. I really wanted to, but I was fairly certain that I would scandalize some doctors. <laughs> so <I didn't.
1: laughs> Is your friend doing okay?
2: Yeah, she and the baby are home, and everything is good. And I'm looking Yay. forward to meeting the baby, who I haven't met yet. We're so close uh, due to so close. Uh, the measles outbreak in Brooklyn. So, right. Um, <laughs> right. Well, I will. My my vaccinations are all up to code, so I will get to meet the baby sometime this week. I think. Excellent. Yay. Yep. And I'm sewing spiderwebs all over onesies right now. Cute. Because goth babies I love it. Yeah,
1: love it. That's awesome. That's really special that you got to be a part of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was so cool.
1: Yeah, that's and awesome. Our bodies
2: are neat. Yes.
1: I, I will say though, um, as a woman, the prospect of giving birth I find completely terrifying.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that I would want to watch that up close and personal. I think that would scare me away. I,
2: I don't want <laughs> oh, to do that. It did exactly the opposite. For oh, me. that's cool. I just thought it was cool. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Um, I mean, it it looked deeply unpleasant in parts, <laughs> <Yeah>. but um, <laughs> but it sort of removed the mystery, yeah. which I think is part of what makes it a little bit scary. That's yeah. Like I've seen the things, mm-hmm. and um, it's like a lot more straightforward. Um, at least with uncomplicated pregnancies, Mm -hmm. a lot more straightforward and just like body doing next logical steps. And that I think is cool. Aw.
1: Yay. Yay, your friend's (laughs) baby. Well, let's fast forward a few years from babies, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, just a few. Or back, I guess, for where we're at in life life, since it was my birthday this week. We're rewinding. um, So... My adolescence, one of the things that I fondly look back on and really, really envy my former self for having is schedule flexibility to a certain degree in summers. At yep. like, depending yes. on the timing of like summer school programs or summer activities, I'd end up with like usually in August or late July, like two to six weeks of very little structured time on my hands, yeah. which was a dream. <laughs>
2: right not at
1: the time necessarily yeah
2: yeah it seems like a long stretch yeah but yeah
1: but i would do everything like as as a teenager you had all this time and also you were still young enough to not fear failing as much as one can fear failing as an adult right um and i used to work with teens and so like also getting to like facilitate that unstructured time for kids in summer was always really cool to see up close and that was my that's my the main thing i miss about Te- being a teen services public librarian is being a part of that time and helping kids like find their creativity so all that to say is for me the summer i think i probably remember most fondly of unstructured time was when i decided that i wanted to be good at knitting for real this time um i think i've touched on this maybe briefly in season one at some point of the podcast but i originally learned to knit when i was eight for my grandma and like, and I knew knit and purl stitches and made various rectangle-ish objects, um, <laughs> but I'd never gotten particularly good at it. And then I was maybe 15 or 16, and I had this book called Knit Scarves, exclamation point. Like, inf- instructing one to knit well, scarves. Well, I like that. <laughs> That's an imperative <laughs> title. You
2: better listen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it was called like, 16 Cool Patterns to Keep You Warm. And so this would have been like uh early 2000s um because i am i graduated high school in 2005 and so this book was very of that time Mm -hmm. it was when knitting was being like trendy again but everything was still very like late 90s early 2000s in like color and aesthetic and this book was definitely in that vein lots Lots of like brown lipstick um not in the knitting patterns um, I was thinking in the models. <laughs> there were no models. There, there were models. There's no, there's no humans in this book. Um, I'll link to uh, it in the show notes. Um, no humans. No. It's, it's not a book for them. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, so this book called Knit Scarves! exclamation point. Uh, I decided that I was going to knit it cover to cover. I was going to knit all 16 of those patterns that summer. I love that. Um, So I did. Mm -hmm. So I just did. I started (laughs) at the front, and I worked my way to the back. Um, And mostly because they were just scarf patterns, it was uh, honestly, it was more like if you went and grabbed a stitch dictionary and pulled out 16 motifs and just made a scarf of them, a lot of the patterns were very that. Um, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I learned a lot. I mean, there were, there was everything from like basic garter and stockinette, um, drop stitches, um, linen stitch. That was the first time I was introduced to that stitch. And that stitch is actually, that stitch really is something that I find very interesting as a designer to this day and have incorporated in designs, um, that I've really really loved making. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was also like good old Nordic snowflake fair isle happening as wow. well. So it was a so it was like a pretty broad introduction to a variety of skills that were really great for stepping up my abilities. And I still have a, a, several of those scarves in my like finished object stash.
2: Um oh, that's nice. Yeah. And like doing that front to back like really creates the muscle memory that allows you to be a good knitter Mm -hmm. because I I feel like most of any kind of crafting is just getting the motions down. And once you've got the motions down, you can probably do most anything um, in that genre. But you need to know, like, have the basic muscle memory first.
1: Yeah. And like I said, I'd been knitting for like eight years with basic knitting curls. But for this was more... I think the difference was that it was such a range of stitches and techniques all in the same book. Yeah. yeah. And it and it's a hardback book, so I think for me it seemed unintimidating because it looked so infantile. Um, I see. Yeah. yeah. And also I was a teen, so I wasn't scared of effing it up, you know? You, yeah.
0: You also, I mean, it, it sounds like from the range of things, you essentially gave yourself, you worked yourself through a whole course on on mm-hmm. uh, knitting, that's really what it was. It was a whole
2: yeah, yeah.
1: That's a really great what way to describe it. describe
2: it. Yeah, I'm doing a really similar thing right now with a bobbin lace book, just working straight through learning all the skills, and it's a really good way. Like if if you have a decent book, it's a really good way mm-hmm. to teach yourself yeah. a new skill. Yeah, yeah. which. I have no idea what I was
1: going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Molly, did you? What did you make as a teen, crafty-wise, in the summers? Yeah, so
0: I was I was thinking on this, and so I was because I was homeschooled. Sometimes, like things that you think of as summer things, it wasn't always the same for me. Certainly, because um, I just had. More flexibility in my schedule all the time, and sometimes I would actually work on school things during the summer as well. It wasn't quite that same like, it's summer, I can do t- anything.
1: Um, and it's not like the same ticking clock that the school year is. Exactly. Too,
0: right? yeah. yeah. Um. But I was, um, I was always making um, things out of embroidery floss. I think that was probably the the thing for me, and I even still. I think just recently I passed on the box that I had as a teen, the, you know, the bo- the bobbin box of, um, mm-hmm. embroidery floss still probably with some bobbins wrapped from that time. But I knew it was mm-hmm. mine from then because I had marked on the top lengths for bracelets and anklets of different sizes so that I could measure <laughs> them <laughs> and making bracelets
1: because I was That's that a kid.
0: That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it worked. Um, so I did that and I had a variety of of books on um, making making um, friendship bracelets that, again, I, I probably only recently got rid of. They just were here for a long time. But the thing that I <laughs> did that was a little bit different, I had two things that were different. Um, one was a bracelet that I found. I think it was a free a free sheet from DMC where you took a strip of plastic canvas and you wrapped the plastic canvas, but then you also had these portions where you would lift up um, strands that were going one direction as you were wrapping the other direction. So you could weave in, like, a name onto the bracelet. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Oh. So it was it That's was a different cool. kind of thing. It was faster to make because I never finished the knotted kind. They just took never, forever. Never, never. Um, but this was, so that was kind of cool. And it was from one of those, the free DMC project sheets, which I just adored. But the other one that I made that I, um, again, I'm sure it came from one of those sheets was these little, um, they were like little fashion dolls that you made with wrapped toothpicks. Um, and I, well, they were like toothpicks. They were definitely, you would buy these little craft sticks. Toothpicks would sort of work, but some of them were longer. They had ones that had like a. Slightly larger end, um, so that you could wrap for the head, and so yeah, Yeah. so I'd like you'd wrap little legs and arms and put the pieces together, and um, you could do, um, you could wrap to make curly hair by you know, wrapping on a toothpick and wetting the embroidery floss and letting it set, and um, they were so fun. (laughs) And I actually looked online, I found, um, yeah, I, I found links to. Um, some tutorials that are still around now, including not this isn't a tutorial, but I found a whole Pinterest page filled with links to dolls that people are making and selling, like of Disney princesses and superheroes mm-hmm. and things. Um, huh? So I loved those; they were so. It's much actually fun. that's
1: cool. Very it's so funny that you. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny that you brought this up because I forgot that I keep this pen in my pen holder. I'll have to add a picture to the show notes. Um, I'm showing oh the my camera. Goodness, that's so, yes, that's just a bigger um, version of these. <laughs> yeah, so the thing I'm showing Haley and Molly in our um skype call right now is it's just a ballpoint pen that is wrapped in embroidery floss and this girl has curly blonde hair and i made it using that wrapping a toothpick with embroidery floss and glue she's got toothpick arms googly eyes and uh two beads for a mouth and i've never gotten rid of this But I know for a fact I made this thing based on instructions from American Girl Magazine because I love that thing because there were always crafts in that magazine.
0: Absolutely. I love American Girl Magazine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Hmm, I forgot that that was literally sitting on my desk in front of me. (laughs) That was perfect. I love that. (laughs) This is why we're friends. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm sorry to
2: say, guys, I don't think I ever made those. (laughs) Dang it! I
1: mean, did you read like but, did you read Goth Teen Girl magazine? No, I'm just teasing. I'm sorry. I read. Um, sorry, Well, Hailey. At the time, yes,
2: um, in my teens, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what the name of the magazine is because I just unearthed them um, when I was cleaning out my mom's basement uh, a year or so ago, and I can't remember what it's called. But there, there was a magazine. Um, but I, um, I didn't get, like in my sort of preteen, younger teen days, I didn't get American Girl magazine. I got Nickelodeon magazine. Right? Oh, um, good choice. Which was also filled with things you could make. It was just more of the um, mad scientist kind of things you yes. could make. Yeah. And I had uh, I built myself a laboratory in the basement and it was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I
0: wanted that. I wanted Nickelodeon magazine, but never got it. And I think the only reason yeah. I ended up with American Girl magazine was because my it came around the s- same time my sister was maybe starting to get a little bit interested. So then I kind of got mm-hmm. to like get in on it at the same and time. It was like supplying magazines for two people instead of one. Made it cheaper, and, uh,
1: yeah. in theory. And your sister, your this is your sister that's closest to you in age, right? Yes, yeah, she's We're my actually, I think she's my age, right? Yes, okay, yeah.
0: So I was probably I was I was going to be at the tail end of that being cool for me to look at mm-hmm. as a magazine, but when you're like crafts, it doesn't matter. So yeah, um, she was enjoying it. <laughs> right. She was enjoying it as like oh, a seven year remembered. old, and I was enjoying yeah, it as like a I, young teen.
2: Yeah, nice. I just remembered the name of the magazine. Okay, that that I subscribed to as a, a gothy teen. New Grave. Magazine. <laughs> Ooh, Haley. I yes. like it. Um, but anyway, uh, getting Sorry. out of my gothy youth and um, back to crafts, um, I too jumped on the friendship bracelet making wagon. And it wasn't until just a few minutes ago when you guys said that you never finished the knotted kind mm-hmm. that everything fell into place and I just figured out how to make those things. <laughs> I could never, I didn't know how to make them. So I invented my own kind of um, looped weaving technique that involved pinning multiple loops of embroidery floss to my jeans and weaving like i could probably still do the movement with my hands please do um, (laughs) yeah i have the muscle memory but i i i didn't have anyone to teach me how to make them and i was an only child and for whatever reason my uh i I went to summer camp um which indoor kid bad idea um (laughs) but friendship bracelets happened at summer camp but they were mostly braided Mm -hmm. okay um so i never learned the like the knotted like the cool zigzaggy pattern kind um but i invented my own weaving and i don't think that i have any left but i should give it a try and see if i can still do it you
1: should do that Um, as a blog post
2: yeah absolutely but it was uh well i don't i'm not sure that i could teach somebody else how to do it I but, mean, I'm not sure that I own... Uh, I okay. guess I could break it
1: down. I was
0: going to say, if you could do <laughs> it again, thing. if you were able yeah. to to replicate it, you could certainly at least do a video tutorial.
1: Yeah.
2: Even just for us, please. Yeah, I mean, I could I could certainly show it. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm just trying... Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think I could do it. Um, I, and I definitely taught my little cousins how to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. When... Um, when they were starting to make friendship bracelets.
0: I. But, this is,
2: yeah.
0: is going to sound terrible, like super commercial, but I just thought, yeah, you should make that video tutorial and make it exclusive for our Patreon patrons.
1: <laughs> I admit I was thinking the same thing. Hi, Patreon patrons! We love you! Yes, we we'll do. We'll get to you in a minute. We'll get to them in a minute. That's right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's true.
2: Um, if, you, uh, if you aren't already a... a well, patron of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, you do get fancy bonus content and also a bonus uh, half episode called Half Stitched. That's so, right. Well, I guess and... we won't
1: get into them in a minute. We'll just do it right now.
2: <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Um, but the, what I was going to say is that I feel like embroidery floss is sort of the gateway to to many people, Mm -hmm. starting with
1: crafts. Especially people Um, of a certain age.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like, embroidery floss and friendship bracelets seem to be a really common way that people, like, first go into a crafting store or, like, first see that they can make things with their hands. And so I think that's really fun and... I, I like that we all did that mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you know it's it's inexpensive to pick up embroidery floss. Um, it used to yeah. be a lot less expensive um, mm-hmm. but you know even still like to for a couple of dollars you have an entire craft
1: yeah yep yeah. and it's also one that I think um, for people who were maybe like, I don't think my kid's gonna stick with this it was it wasn't a huge investment for the parents. Yeah. To potentially entertain the kid for like a whole day or two at least. <laughs> yep. That's
2: true. And I do still have my floss box and it's in my um it's in my drawer right now. It's holding Sublime Stitching Embroidery Floss. Mm-hmm. Or Sublime Floss. Yeah. Um and my other ones hold DMC, but my my original box is still there and I know it's mine because it uh, is labeled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See? <laughs> because. Me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Aw. Uh, I think we, so maybe the window of, like, gateway embroidery floss crafters, I think it might just be women who are in their 30s currently. Like, I feel like it's very that.
2: Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, people Although just born in the 80s. My definitely made, made them in the 70s.
1: But, like, the, but they became such a massive trend in the 90s. Like, in a yeah. way that is, I think... That's true. ...pretty universal. And you wore them
2: until they fell off mm-hmm. and...
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there was a social media conversation a few years ago among, like, a bunch of really big... A lot of the really big DIY bloggers and, like, the, the common thread, no pun intended, pun <laughs> intended, pun <laughs> no intended, I don't know, it, it it almost was always friendship bracelets, almost always. Yep. Like, no matter what region of the country you were from, like, they were just so massive trend-wise... Oh yeah,
2: they they were definitely everywhere, and especially if you went to any camps or were in mm-hmm. Girl Scouts or yeah. I was in Awana. Yeah, ev- it seemed to be part of every like preteen teen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yep, every event almost had yeah. somebody making uh, friendship bracelets. Yeah, totally. I I I think that this is this could be a fun a fun
0: section of show notes too because there could be some. F- some great uh little tutorials for our favorite our favorite projects that we've done as teens or friendship bracelets specifically, but all across the the board here. So I'm excited oh, yeah, to see what all, yeah, what all you
2: think <laughs> Um there were a bunch of bloggers doing friendship bracelet tutorials um maybe five years ago. Yeah. Maybe maybe less. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. it was when I was writing for Craft magazine still. Yeah. I Um, did, um... And it was fun. Yeah, I did one that, like, I actually embroidered
0: on felt to make a bracelet that mimics those knotted bracelets in style. Oh, cute, cute. Um, but then one of my favorite quilt patterns ever, which I have, but I have not made, is for, um, it's, it looks like friendship bracelets
1: in the the quilt pattern. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah, so... That's so cool. It's, I mean, obviously that was a thing for that designer. I can't remember who made it offhand. I'll, I'll find it, um, put a link to it, but, um... It uh, clearly that that era of of making for her um, influenced the the quilt pattern. It's great. Oh, oh that's
2: fun! And I do think that all of the bloggers who were releasing those tutorials whenever that happened were about our age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they would have existed in the heyday
1: of the friendship bracelet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally, but man. I think so I feel fun. like our next episode could totally be just about like the tr- the craft, like the craft trends from that era. Because I, my brain, I, I've just come like it. I'm not even wasting everyone's time talking about them, but there's like at least half a dozen of them in my brain now that I'd completely forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> I can oh, see that so much so yep. much fun lanyards man lanyards freaking yeah eh, I could go on
2: I'll yeah I'll, okay I'll we're follow gonna save my it. gut
1: instinct and not dive down that rabbit hole so no, okay that being said we'll save it teen crafts fun wholesome yay yay yes so <laughs>
2: <laughs> now I just so want to see if I can
1: still do that I want to see yeah I do
2: please Molly please does. please
1: try the whole internet you could write a book Another one. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. But my new book comes out next week.
1: Yay. Yeah. Next yeah. week next week as in June next week or when this episode comes out next week.
2: As in June next week. Yes. So it so comes out. On, it will have
1: already been out. I when this comes
2: out. Think the eighteenth. June eighteenth. So it's already okay. out. Uh, Cross Stitch the Golden Girls. Go buy it <laughs> where fine books are sold. Yeah, so you
0: can <laughs> you can use the embroidery floss that you had as a team. Hmm. Possibly.
2: It comes with it, and,
0: and you it don't even need with with to buy it, it or uh, to oh, oh, dig it out. Oh
1: my gosh! Haley, Haley, yeah, marketing yes. plan for you right now. Oh my goodness! Are you ready? <laughs> I'm yes. ready. Lay it on me. Thank you for being a friendship bracelet. Wow! Ooh, oh, that is boom! Brilliant. I'm girl. <laughs> you need to blog about this to promote your book, girl. <laughs> oh, that
2: would require me to blog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. Fine. I have to build a page for the book anyway. Thank you for being a
1: there friendship bracelet. There. <laughs> yeah.
2: The guy I who hope... wrote, thank you for being a friend uh commented on my Instagram post about the book. Yeah, he did. I hope and I hope he doesn't require kind of a royal mind.
1: I <laughs> I hope he doesn't require a royalty for uh, Heidi just singing that. I sang it the wrong melody, I promise you. I studied music and I okay. did study vocals. It's
2: true. Okay. <laughs> yep. I saw what you did there. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. We
1: digress, but you should buy <laughs> Haley's book is what we're saying.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so And make friendship bracelets. Yes.
1: Yes. Obviously. Um, so, changing subjects entirely. Uh, yes. <laughs> over the weekend, this past weekend on June eighth was the annual Worldwide Knit in Public Day celebration, which yeah. I love because it's yeah. also it's always it always coincides with my birthday weekend because I believe it's the first Saturday in June every year. Um,
2: yeah. Oh, that's when I was considering knitting with ill-advised um, birthing supplies. There you go. That is See? one way to knit oh. in public.
1: That is one <laughs> way. I'm really
2: sorry that I didn't do it and post about it. No. <laughs> Um,
1: marketing fail we'll work on it we'll work on it um but yeah so i spent the afternoon at the worldwide did and public day celebration at the main branch of chicago public library um and it was really really cool you could tell that a knitter organized the event um nice she also texted me about it for ideas so yeah <laughs> i mean she's great but i i feel like i helped a little bit um, and so the librarian there um, she had she partnered up with the maker lab that's at the main branch of Chicago Public Library and there was a program where you could use the maker lab's laser cutter to design and cut your own knitting needle or crochet hook gauge which was really that's cool, cool and fun Cause you got to
2: that's really
1: cool because you got to use do a different sort of craft and you got to leave with this this like engraved needle gauge that you could put whatever you want on it so that was cool um yeah. I made one with my friend Jackie that looked like Swiss cheese that was fun <laughs> cute um, and then um, for the rest of the afternoon we went up to the open stitching on the eighth floor of the library and we got to meet a whole bunch of cool people. And they also had um open stitch marker making. So we got to use like jump rings and beads. And that was fun and very like in the same vein of friendship bracelet crafting. So it was fun. It was yeah. it was like a really cool day. And it was nice because it was all free. And um yeah, it was a really fun day. I always have a good time at knit in public day. And it was nice that does sound it was fun. nice not to host something for once. <laughs> yeah. You you usually do, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I usually do. And I was just like, eh. This sounds more fun. I'd rather just go to something and then go home. It does sound fun. Well, yeah, yeah. It's nice
2: to participate in something instead of being in charge of it. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Because
0: you can still, you can
2: still encourage the people
0: that you would normally host an event with. You can still encourage them to go totally and, and participate with you, but it's just a little yeah. less pressure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people from my weekly craft night were there. So it was cool. We all we hung out and got to meet some new people. And I think we even got some people who were going to start coming to our regular craft night, which is fun. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Community.
2: Yay. Yay.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know.
2: I don't like people. But uh,
0: if I did, that's I mean. Generally I like people but also it's the people part that usually makes me a little less likely to go and and do the thing. So that sounds mm-hmm. terrible but I I have <laughs> a there's a there's a knitting group near me that they've invited me to come visit them for and I really need to go and do that but it just always is like
2: yeah but
0: okay <laughs> See you know,
2: I you won't be sorry if you go though. I like it because I know.
0: if if they're listening if it's go- not I have nothing against you knitting group. I just um it, it's just a it's just a, a weird people anxiety thing. It's not personal.
1: <laughs> well, I what I like about going to knit nights or craft nights is that I can bring something to work on, and you can always pretend you're counting your stitches if you're really not about the conversation that's happening. Or you're like, eh, I'm gonna go that's to one true. of these and not Good come point. back because this like combination of humans just isn't my speed. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's my secret social anxiety skill. Bring crafts. And pretend yeah, to be counting. Well, I mean, you're supposed to at draft <laughs> <at> night. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, yay. Um. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Glad you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I <laughs> people people are always going to think that I'm on Instagram, which might not be inaccurate. <laughs> but I feel like I often am bringing like the cool Instagram feeds or the things that I think are are cool Instagram feeds anyway. This one is a little bit on the weirder side, but I love it. And I, so I sent the link to um, Heidi and Haley in advance. And this Instagram account is called Wonderful World Craft. And I will link to it in the show notes. I found it through the other Instagram feed called 70s Dinner Party,
2: which if you're not following that,
0: (laughs) wow. Um, (laughs) <laughs> it's a wonderful world. Craft is just. I. It's almost like we probably should have made this Instagram because it's pretty much pictures of vintage crafts and vintage tutorials, and we love that sort of thing around here. It's why we often yes. reminisce about our um, crafting days gone by. But um, but some of these things are just on the slightly
1: odd side. Would we
2: say is that accurate? Would I mean, say it's, that this is. Disconcerting.
1: It's a lot perhaps? of like yeah. the kind of crafts you would find in a basement in 1973. Right. So like
0: yeah. there's a they they show a, a good selection good is probably the the wrong word there, but <laughs> Subjective. a selection of um projects from the great Pantyhose craft book, for oh. example. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, because you can use pantyhose to sculpt the face of a doll that isn't weird at all, right? Um, One can yeah. do that, yes.
2: I mean, it's One true, can. and I have seen many of them uh, hanging out in booths at antique shops.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's also, like, <laughs> it's a, a nursery mobile that is made out of pantyhose. I'm going to assume, like, colored tights is is uh, plays a large role in this. There's definitely a creepy clown hanging from this. Um, It's, you know, and again, like you said, like knit scarves as a, as a title, some of (laughs) these scarves, exclamation, knit scarves, Mm -hmm. Um, scarves! (laughs) there's a book called cat knits and it is, (laughs) there's a enormous dolman sleeved sweater cardigan, I'm assuming, um, with a giant cat And flowers on the back side of this sweater. Yes. I am so in. (sighs) Yeah. It's, there's really some very special things. Um, Is
2: it It definitely,
0: I don't know. It does look like it could be felted, but it says that it's 20 delightful designs for hand knitters,
2: so. Well, that doesn't mean it isn't. It doesn't mean it isn't, but I don't know. Can you imagine how big it must have been if it is? Right. The, for for the, the listener, this is like eighties big. Yes, exactly. Size. Like it's, arms three times wider than any human arm. Yeah. Probably has shoulder pads. Definitely hangs yep. down to your knees. Yep. Um and this yeah. is in like a regular size, presumably adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The
0: the the model the model you can tell. <laughs> She,
2: I mean, her head looks so tiny on the top of this <laughs>
0: sweater yes. because it's so big. Yeah,
2: it's um, a very large sweater.
0: We also in this um, we have lots of models, male models wearing sweaters um, that my mom said this was definitely the Tom Selleck era of models. <laughs> She's that was the very
2: accurate description. There are some beautiful cop stashes. Yes, absolutely. and I say that with a dad who has a cop stash yeah because he was a cop.
0: <laughs> there's uh I mean some things I was describing this to my my dad because I love I, I love talking about these things with people even who don't care about crafts as much as I do, but there, there's a it's a mobile that you make out of eggshells and a coat hanger and he just said, why?" And that was exactly it. Why would you make this? It's not it's not attractive and exciting, but there it is. It was a craft
2: to be made in the past. Why would you make it if you weren't 5?
1: I I well, but you wouldn't <laughs> make it out of eggshells if you were 5 if you were on the farm and didn't have access to a craft store. Says the girl from North there Dakota. You, you might. I suppose. I you like this says <laughs>
2: underneath. This makes a pretty decoration.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was just what was happening. Like crafts out of bleach bottles. I have yeah. I have so many crafts yeah. that are made out of recyclable materials that people couldn't yeah. bear to part with. And I think definitely this is, and then I feel like this goes from the like older timey way of like making an amigurumi nail polish cover that looks like a poodle or like a toilet paper cover right. that looks like a poodle. Evolved by a couple decades. But made with like weirder and weirder things, because this was like in the yes. era of like aspects in cooking and like Jello with yes. hot dogs in it. Like this, this whole yes. taste was questionable Gosh. as a whole in this era, which is why it rules. <laughs> yes, in my opinion, <laughs> um, not <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um.
0: So I, I mean, I don't want to dwell on this for too long. Um. But I will say, here's here's the last two things. First of all. Just quickly, you want to come to this Instagram feed, if only for the um, post on how to make kinky paperweights. And I, that's all I'm going to say um, before we move on to the uber-creepy crocheted doll. Yeah. <laughs> oh! How to make kinky paperweights. And I'm not going to oh. say anything about it. You shouldn't say anything about it. That's all that there is. I'm
2: not saying anything about yeah, it. You yeah, you just
1: need to go look um, at this, listeners. <laughs> Yeah, just go check it out. Because the, um, <laughs> it's horrifying.
0: You'll also be treated to the Uber creepy crocheted baby doll. It has yes. eyelids Ugh. and like a shaped nose and mouth. And it's It's a lot to handle. Yeah, I mean, if if you have nightmares about dolls, actually you probably shouldn't look at this thing, but um it's I I I just don't know what to say about it.
1: You just said, it's a a sight to behold. It
2: It is. is. And its uh, outfit says in German, um, I am your cuddly baby.
1: (laughs) And I would not describe the doll as cuddly. How about you, Molly? No. No. (laughs) I mean, maybe if you covered its face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) I mean, and I honestly, I love babies and I'm actually, I love baby dolls, but this thing is, don't give this to
1: your child. It's ill-advised is what it is. It is.
2: Definitely not. Imagine coming upon that in a dark basement. No, thank you. Oh, no.
0: So, So, yeah, Have fun. Yeah. Have, (laughs) (laughs) um... You know, take in take in all of the glory of the uh, of the wonderful world craft Instagram because, yeah,
1: yeah. it's a wonder <laughs> that, wonderful world.
2: It, it, it is. is, and it's going to be a world that's really hard to follow up. <laughs> um, but I, so I'm I'm not even going to try to Fair. M- make my last topic sparkly. I just want to tell you guys that I'm really excited about having gone shopping in my own stash. Fabric stash, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So when I was writing uh, the books that I was writing over the past few years, I couldn't sew. So instead, I bought all of this fabric because I would eventually be able to sew it. Sure. And yeah. so... I have started opening the boxes of fabric that I stacked under my work table while I was writing the books. And, oh man, I really am very pleased with um, me over the past few (laughs) years. (laughs) I have some spectacular gems and also some very weird cat prints. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but it's like going shopping but not having to because I already bought it all <laughs> so I'm that's I'm perfect very pleased with myself so shopping in your own stash is underrated and I recommend it especially if you have like if you've got a bin you haven't looked in in a while look in it yeah you'll be excited you'll find things just, just <laughs> do the thing that, that's all
1: I like that
0: well I'm at I'm glad to hear that you didn't open it and go, "What was I thinking?" Because that's always my fear when I buy certain things. Occasionally, it does happen, but um, but no, I'm glad that it was like a gift.
2: I mean, I've got one that either is a great idea or a ter- or a, a really terrible idea. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's a questionable fabric content. Gotcha. It's a questionable print. Um.
1: It, it will be awful to sew with, I think. Is it all pentagons? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it is not. It's not. Well, this actually is a pretty good segue to the train of shame that I have to share.
2: Train of shame. Choo choo. Choo choo.
1: All aboard.
2: <laughs> Pulling into the stop.
1: Yep. So, <laughs> just real quick a few episodes ago on Train of Shame, I talked about how I've had this fabric at my studio space. Because um, my studio has a whole bunch of beautiful windows that let in all this natural light that make for great photo shoots, and I love it. But I still haven't finished the dang curtains because uh, I just haven't had time. Because it's hard to find time for that when you've got other deadlines that you have to craft for. And um, yes. <laughs> and now that summer is here, it can get a little hot during the day when the sun's like directly in, and I'm just trying to get some work done there. Uh, so... I, yesterday, was like, ugh, as I sat next to my fan, ugh, making that noise to myself <laughs> yeah. about being too hot. But also, I'm in a bunch of windows, so I can't sit there in, like, short shorts. Well, I could, but I just don't want to do that. <laughs> yes, um, fair enough. Because my windows are at street level. And so, I went online. I went on, um, this is not a plug, but I went on Wayfair. Um, and they had huge curtains. They're, like, 52 by 84 or something, Wow. And they were only 750 per panel. So Fair I enough. bought wow. eight of those for whatever that is. 15 times four is 60 bucks. Yes, 60 bucks. nice. These are fully assembled curtains that will be here on Friday. and they cost less than that fabric I have not finished sewing curtains with. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Fair enough. The, the Fair, curtain yeah. saga's ended. I'm going to roll up that fabric I didn't use and either donate it, donate it to somebody who wants a whole bunch of sheer fabric or just stash it until I decide I have time to make a sheer curtain to go inside my new colorful curtains. So there you go.
2: Yep. Well done. All right, that seems reasonable. Well done, me. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Sometimes indeed. that's just what you need to do.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, so my train of shame is that I, I'm. I think I mentioned couple episodes ago that I was going to be working on this crocheted tank top design and I've been working on it. And, um, at first I thought there's no way I'm going to finish this thing in on time. And then I was like, Oh, I've got an idea to, to make this work a little bit faster for me. And I started working on it and it was not working. <laughs> it was oh, just no. not working. So, um, so And now I've got like some shaping issues going on and it still is due very soon. Oh <laughs> I'm no. going, what am I going to do? So I, I still don't know what I am going to do. Um, I have possibilities. I might just be living with it, not 100% loving it, mm-hmm. which I hate that idea. But that's just sometimes how it goes. But yeah, so I'm feeling a little like maybe
1: I shouldn't have taken this project on. But you're probably learning a lot, right? Yes, that is true. I am learning a lot. I mean, that's I it's a small comfort on this side of the deadline, I'm sure. But I've been yes. there myself with crochet designs <laughs> before, and it's real fun. Mm, yeah. I think, it's I, think I have a
0: combination of oversimplifying things and then make, making something a little more complicated than it needed to be and need to <laughs> resimplify. And,
2: yes.
1: Yep, relatable. Yeah. So I am
2: the queen of making things more complicated than they need to be. It's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> it's like a hobby in and of itself.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Boo. How about oh, well. that? Ca- well,
2: how about that caboose, Haley? Um, I still <laughs> haven't uh, backed and finished the punch needle project that I was telling you about. Um, I don't know, three episodes yeah. ago or something. Was it a
1: pillow? Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. it, it's yeah. a pillow, um, and it's going to be real cute when I finally get around to finishing it, Yeah, and it's still <laughs> it sitting will. next to my couch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I could. I, like, I could finish it right now, like, this afternoon, and, and be done with it, and then it would no longer <laughs> be sitting next to my couch.
1: Maybe you will. but
2: uh, And I might. My mom is coming to visit next week, so or not next week, the week after. Um, oh, so, so you've got two weeks to finish it. <laughs> well, so at some point I I need to finish cleaning up um, my craft space, so I I have a push in the direction of getting the clutter of unfinished projects corralled.
1: Yeah. You, you can, can do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay 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 so before we officially sign off we've got to get back to that patreon we promised uh earlier yes so before we officially sign off we want to give a shout out to some serious friends of the very serious crafts podcast who are supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts many thanks to jordan marie ed and erica and i am only married to one of those people Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, but in all seriousness uh thank you guys very very much we appreciate the support um it means the world to us because we've been doing this for a little while and having um the support of people financially really helps us be able to put more and more great stuff out there for y'all so
2: thanks and keep doing this yeah Yeah. we really appreciate it thank you friends
1: Yes, thanks guys. If you are a person who likes to hang out on the internet, you should hang out with us. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. Huzzah. Wanna join the conversation? (laughs) Tag us using hashtag VerySeriousCrafts. And if you're using Instagram stories, don't forget to tag us with at Serious Crafts so we can reshare, which I do every time we get a tag and it's really really fun and it's one of my favorite things
0: yes i love it
1: are you a fan of the very serious crafts podcast you must be if you're still listening to this thing that i am saying <laughs> <laughs> great pretty please, and again in all seriousness pretty please leave the very serious podcast Ugh. the very serious crafts podcast We're <laughs> at the end of the episode my talking abilities are waning so Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was saying, pretty please leave the Very Serious Crafts podcast a five-star rating on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. And yes, it's true! Finally, if you'd like to sponsor an episode of the Very Serious Podcast, beyond being one of our Patreon patrons, visit VerySeriousCrafts.com and click Sponsor. We thank you for listening to this spiel.
2: Yes. Thank yes. You. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.